Welcome back to another episode of the Wise Mentoring Circle. We are still talking to Jocelyn about marriage and our experiences. Go ahead and take a listen. And, and it's so if you, if you just want to be selfish and all about you, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a good, marriage is not good for selfish people. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to give, if you're willing to share, if you're willing to take, and you're going to have to take some. And I, I know we've talked about, you know, sometimes you may have to apologize when you did nothing wrong. Yep. For the sake of peace <laughs> and, and for, for the sake of bringing, bringing peace to that situation. Mm-hmm. And as you say, keeping it from escalating. Yes. But those are the things that as newlyweds, you don't want to talk about. I didn't want to go to my mom and tell my mom I was having problems in my marriage. My mom and my dad, my family loved my husband. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to go to my sisters or sister-in-laws and say, okay, we're having issues because we were going to have family gatherings. Mm -hmm. I didn't want them looking at my husband in a different way. Yes. Right? I didn't want to go to the pastor or at the church or anything like that because I didn't want them looking at him in a different way. So it was, who do I talk to? And that was what my friend said. So married people just go on like everything is okay and then all of a sudden you hear they got a divorce. Yes. Because you have nobody that, that you feel like you can talk to. And that's one thing that we I stress at the beginning of the wives mentoring circle is confidentiality. Yes. And if you cannot maintain confidentiality, then this is not the place for you. Mm-hmm. Because we share intimate there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe there may be an occasion where a person will share what they're going through in their marriage. Mm. Well, we don't want that to be repeated anywhere. Yes. We don't want that to get back to the spouse. And so it's important that we maintain confidentiality. And so for people who are contemplating joining a mentoring circle, if you can't maintain confidentiality, it's not the place for you. Mm-hmm. Because we are, we are bound by that. Because we want to be free to share so that we can help each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, can we, talk, can we double back on um, where you talked about um, looking at our husband's differently mm-hmm. like the public viewing our husbands differently mm-hmm. and talking about you know how married people lie so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. um is it that we are protecting our spouse or we're protecting the image of our marriage i think it's both okay. both and <laughs> right okay. so and and ourselves we're protecting ourselves too right and so ourselves? well so and I go back to at that particular time, um, we had a great relationship, great dating relationship. Everybody thought we were the perfect, perfect couple. Um, so if I then say I'm having issues in my marriage, then where does that leave this perfect couple, right? Right. Okay. Yes. If I say I'm having issues in my marriage then how does that cause you to look at my husband then, mm. right? Or me. Mm-hmm. What, what does that say about me, that I'm not able to keep things together with, with our marriage? And so you have this whole world. And, and you know, I think about that, that scripture. 
there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And that's what I, I should have been focusing on. Mm-hmm. But instead I wasn't. I was focusing on that pride piece of it. Pride would not let me talk to anybody. Right? And at that point in my spiritual walk, I didn't know to pray for spiritual friends. So I didn't know to pray, Lord, send me a spiritual friend. I need someone that I can trust. Someone that's walking in the word. And I always say somebody that won't give me that sister girl answer. Yeah, we're going to that sister girl part later on. We can give you a sister girl answer, right? But someone that will help me in the word, Mm -hmm. right? And I didn't know to pray for that. Okay. Right, and so it it I felt ashamed. Yes, because again, none of my other friends were having issues up here. Up too. here, it exactly. And as it turned out, my friends were having issues that they had to overcome as well. Yeah, if there had been something like a wives mentoring circle to tell me mm-hmm. that it's okay to struggle when you first get married because you're learning how to oh, you're learning yes. how to live with somebody yes. else for heaven's sake right and you haven't lived with a person like that it's right. like maybe your siblings and your parents right, right. or and maybe so, a roommate yeah and so now you're learning all of this thing you're learning how to handle money together you're learning moods you i mean you're learning everything had I had a wives mentoring circle to walk me through that, I think it would have been different. But I thank God now for the journey because it's helped me to put it together to share with others to yes. say, you can make it. It's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It's not to say you married the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how do we get through it how do we it how do we really become what did it say the two shall become one yes. how do we really become one i always yes. say you know if they just if they just do what we said we'd be fine right yes. no that's not it <laughs> so and and that one that we've become is not him it's not her they're one in christ mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's that's where my heart is and to say to people and, and it doesn't matter how long you've been married. And so perhaps you've been married for 25 years, but you you just decided I'm just going to stick with this person because of the kids. I'm going to stick with this person because of this reason or that reason. It's not too late mm-hmm. for you to have a unified marriage mm-hmm. if that's what your desire is. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to it. Um, it, it it's, it's really refreshing, especially with the Wise Mentoring Circle, because it makes me, um, from my experience, from my personal experience, that I was okay to fail. I was okay to fail, not in like a hurtful way to my husband, but it's okay that I was failing because in my failures, I was learning how to get better. Mm-hmm. And with the help of the lessons, I was slowly building myself you know upwards to the next level in my marriage you know how to 
argue a little bit better, you know, <laughs> how to how to get my point across without almost always yelling because that's how that's my love language. I'm kidding, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know how to communicate right. without you know always having it to escalate because. Mm-hmm realizing that oh maybe I have a problem with feeling unheard maybe mm-hmm. that little girl in me felt that I wasn't being heard and unless I raise my voice and mm-hmm. you know someone the, the the big people in the room will notice me right. you know right. so having to recognize that we're right here and we mm-hmm. can have a conversation that really helped me out and that's in one of the I think it's yes. one of the one lessons, of the lessons. Mm-hmm. and then another thing that I would always stick with me um which is the oddest lesson but um letting him feel needed mm-hmm. that was one of the biggest things mm-hmm. um letting your partner feel needed in the marriage that was one of the big things because i'm super independent i know i can get stuff done mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. when i want it right how i want it mm-hmm. and man i don't want to have like three or four arguments with you just to get my stuff done right but having the patience to walk through that and allowing that person Giving that person that comfort and that space to know that they can get something done because I need them to do to it. To do it, right. And and one of the ladies um, that was in the first mentoring circle, actually, and, and I say she coined this phrase, um, I need you to. Yeah. And she shared that with us during that lesson that, you know, she always used that with her husband. I, Honey, I need you to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and man... I guess the male species, you know, they want to be the provider, the protector. And in our world of independent females, you know, we're making our own money. We may be making more than they do, you know. Yes. And, and sometimes that can cause us to say, well, you know what, I don't need you to do this. I can do this myself. What do, what, what do I need? And I think that's what has happened in the culture, really, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, women have taken that stance to say, what do I need a man for? Mm-hmm. You know, I make my own money. Yes. I can pay somebody to change my oil and, you know, check my tires or I can do it myself. You know, I, every, everybody can Google how to do whatever, you know, yes. YouTube how to do. What do I need a man for? Yeah. But but when you go back to creation, it was how God created. God created the woman for the man because God said that the man was alone. It wasn't mm-hmm. good for him to be alone. And so he created her. And he created us to be the helper. Yes. And that's not, you know, a, that's not a negative connotation there. Mm-hmm. But if you think about all the ways positively that we can help our spouses or we do help our spouses, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you look at it and it's like, okay, well, he's not good with this, but I I'm good with this. Yes. You go together, you help. It's complimentary. It's complimentary, right. And so it's not it's not a negative thing mm-hmm. that God created us to be the helper. It's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he he didn't create a, create us to take over. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But for us to work together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's I I just get excited when I think about you know what God did for me in my marriage mm-hmm. and and that's what put it on my heart for the wise mentor and circle say I'll share it with anybody who wants to listen mm-hmm. 
I wonder this is this is a little bit, you know, veering off the beaten path, but I wonder how you would say social media has changed the dynamics of our marriage. Mm. Um, because for my generation, which would be the millennials, we live our lives facing outward, mm-hmm. especially on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, the pressure for presentation mm-hmm. is much higher. So even if I'm having a really, really hard time in my marriage, um, it's always, you know, living um, to, to, to the social media crowd. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I tailor all my, my vacations to the social media crowd. I tailor my, um, my marriage to the social media crowd. I tailor how we interact, even like the hotel that we go to for our anniversary or the restaurant that we go to. I mean, I realized even I was doing that one time where my husband took me to a really nice restaurant. And I was like, oh, it's so dark in here. We can't take pictures of the food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see my food. And it, it was just, it's its so, it, it's an added layer mm-hmm. of a different kind of contention in your marriage that you don't need. <laughs> Absolutely. And Absolutely. I just wonder about that, how that would, um, how we would, we, we, we would, um, how would that change the mechanics of like what we're supposed to do or it's just it just it's just the same rules that would apply for everything well and you know what if you if you think about it you're saying the same thing that i just said Mm -hmm. it was about the image Mm -hmm. but then you know 35 years ago you couldn't post the pictures Mm. it was just your friends it was your conversations. Mm-hmm. And so when you got together with the friends, it was about the vacation. It was about the dinner. And we had pictures. Right. And so we made photo albums. Yes, the photo right? albums. We had photo albums, right? <laughs> yeah. And so whereas strangers or people who aren't really, really your close friends get to see through social media, mm-hmm. It was the close friends and family because everywhere you went, man, you printed out those pictures and you had the photo album. Yeah. And so when you went to visit someone, you took your photo album. Yeah. Oh, and this is us in home. <laughs> and this is us here, right? Yeah. And so it was the same thing. Yeah. But now, as you say, you know, social media and, and Lord, it's so many social media platforms out there. And, you know, whether you're on, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, uh, Snapchat, it, it's all about that particular moment. But I think we've gotten so far away from the intimate piece of it, mm-hmm. right? And so it's about, okay, like you said, my husband took me to this really fancy restaurant. I want y'all to see what my husband did for me. You know, everybody is posting that piece of it. But nobody's going to post that struggle, just like I was not going to tell anybody about that struggle. Mm. Right? Mm. Um, When we went to church, we sat together. You know, when we went anywhere, we held hands. But nobody, nobody knew when we walked back in that door. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I I slept on this side of the bed with my head turned that way, and he may sleep on that side. So they didn't get to see that, just like they don't see that on social media. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, with the social media, mm-hmm. um, it um, um, gives you a front. Yes. And so people who may actually be struggling in their marriage... But when the husband buy the flowers, oh, I have this great husband. But what's the backstory? Mm. So you're missing the backstory. To so the have, flowers, right? You're missing the backstory to the flowers. And here I am watching your timeline, being jealous. Like, did you see Blow Blast husband God. bought her some, some flowers? flowers. <laughs> exactly. But what's the backstory to the right. flowers? Mm. Right. And so I I think it's the same. Mm. It's the same, but it just gives you a, a bigger platform to now put your lies out there. Mm. Even to the point where people will post things about their spouses. Mm-hmm. You know them. Yes. And you think, really? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I think it's it's... You know, it's the same, but it's worse. Um, and until people really, really focus on, um, you know, what what's really, really going on and address it. And which I'm hoping that as we talk through this, that people will want to join the Wives Mentoring Circle. Hopefully. So that they can be for real. I mean, being real brings you freedom mm-hmm. right and even applicable to really what the argument what was about, about. Mm. yeah it's true <laughs> yeah so yeah you 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 learn and you grow and i'm 35 years into it and i'm still learning yeah i'm still learning and growing um not not too long ago um, we disagreed on something mm-hmm. and i don't do this all the time I wish I could say I did it 100% of the time, but I try. Yeah. But I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. I really did because we disagreed about it. And I really prayed about it. And I, you know, one of those serious prayers, Lord, you know. And um, and I left it alone. Mm-hmm. So when you pray about it and you want God to fix it, you have to leave it alone until God fixes it. Mm-hmm. You can't pray about it and then go try to fix it. You got to pray and wait. So you learn patience in here, mm-hmm. right? And a few days later, he came and we, we were sitting down, we were talking about something else. And then he brought that up. And he said, you know, I've been praying about this. And I know we didn't disagree on it. But I don't want this to be something that divides us. Wow. So... Here's what I want you to know about this situation and why my thinking is the way it is. And he said, and then I'm praying also that if my thinking is wrong, that God will reveal it to me. Hmm. So learning how to, that wouldn't have happened 30 years ago. (laughs)